back at it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. With very little sports going on in the world. But it's picking up little by little. Everything is getting a little bit closer to what they say is going to be the start. Um, I got a bunch of dates here that we can rattle off. So we had uh, MLB opening day already come and go from last weekend. WBA hit the restart on July 25th. MLS is starting their round of 16. Um, and then NBA restart is at July 30th. MLS quarterfinals, NHL playoffs begin August 1st. So we're getting there. So which sport ends first? <laughs> so that was one of the things we were going to talk about, right? It looks like yeah. baseball is already kind of hitting that first scare um, with the COVID outbreak. So I don't know if anybody knows the specific details, yeah. but it's the uh, Marlins, right, yeah. that are getting hit? They got 10 confirmed cases at least, which canceled the – I think it was the Yankees or the Mets. I, I, I just saw NY, one of the games. They, they canceled that game or postponed it because of that. And pretty much that's going to go to shit. And I bet you not only are the, is the MLB sweating, but the other leagues too are probably sweating because NBA is just getting going. NHL hasn't yet kicked off. but now NHL, they can, zero. They had zero, te- um, zero positive tests this week. Yeah, well, I, but haven't, they haven't started playing, but yeah. they have started like practicing amongst their teams. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's um, – it's not a good sign, but it's like something that they should have expected. But it shows you how quick it can spread if it just hits one person. Yep. Right. This is what I think we, we've been talking about for weeks, right, with NBA kicking off. Um, MLB was obviously the one that started with it. But it was like it's with the, with the way it spreads and with the way it's going on, the contact that each of the players have, you're like it's going to be like wildfire. As soon as one person gets it, boom, a bunch of people got it. Then they'll be trying to figure out, all right, what are the other players that they had played prior to – getting tested positive, and then next you know, sports are back down. They pretty much need to set up. Like, I saw a headline, which made my brain think, and that I'm pretty sure the article said exactly what I'm going to say, is the NFL needs to just set up 32 bubbles, pretty much, in the sense of, like, everyone has to just be, like, if, if players want to play, they have to, like, pretty much, there's, like, think about, like, um, Redskins um, or Washington Football Club, like, um, like, they're set up, right? They have... They're like team headquarters. They have the bubble there. They have outdoor fields. And like what they should do is literally have a, like get a hotel down the street and bust them back and forth and just have them like quarantined. One bubble. They can't keep people in one bubble. You want 32 bubbles? (laughs) It's not going to work. Like, I mean, but that it just, that just means you're not going to have a season, right? Like at least the NBA and WNBA, they are like confined into like one location. Right. So that's why they're not getting big tests, like big, any numbers back. Cause they're in control of it, right? I mean, and if you step all off, takes, yeah, all it takes is one, right? That's all it takes. It, it takes one. one Lou Williams. It takes you one can, Lou you Williams. Can have the best setup possible. You can do thirty-two different places. It doesn't matter. You just need one person to not follow the guidelines or rules, and then boom, you're done. What I think they need to do in at um, for the NBA bubble is put a strip club on site. And I'm I think That's that last week I was like, dude, just you know they're gonna go put it in the bubble. Yeah, just like. Get a strip club in there. Just get everything that they're going to leave for in there at this point. Specifically, Come on. specifically a strip club that has chicken wings because apparently that's what they want. <laughs> Literally, that's it. Like, that's it. And I just, I don't understand. Just get a strip club. It's not that difficult. It's Florida. Come on. So, yeah. The thing that doesn't make sense is like, what was he thinking? Like, did he think he could just like do it, get away with it, and everything would be fine? Like, Right. Sure, maybe you get away with it. Maybe no one finds out. But, like, dude, you're you're risking your own team's success, right? Like, if you get league. sick, 
The right? first people that are going to get sick are your teammates. Yeah. Can you and imagine? like once you wipe your team out, then your team is done. And the dumb thing is, right, that um, basically now he's got to sit out 10 days, so he's going to miss two of the games already. Like, you're only playing eight. Um, granted, you know, he's doing all right because they don't really – they're not the top or the, uh, they're not the bottom, but you, you're really screwing your team over big time, you know? Can you imagine what Kawhi said after, like, he found it's like, the fuck, man? Really? It's been, it's been six days. You've been here for six days, and you needed to get chicken wings and get a lap dance? Come on. It's been six days. He's, uh, and he's not even taking it seriously, right? Like, I forgot who it was. was, like, making fun of him. Like, uh, like whoever it was was, like, Zion Williams is, like, a rookie, and he doesn't go anywhere. And then Lou Williams like, yo, about a 15-year career. He's like, relax. Just enjoy the memes. Like, he's, serious. he's still not taking it seriously. He's just like, whatever, man. It's fine. It'll yeah, be it, was, it was Perkins that called him out. Oh, Perkins, right. It was Perkins. Yeah, and, just like, shut up, Perkins. Yeah. I mean, the Clippers are going to be fine without him, right? Like, he's not a starter. And even if it was, like, the per- we've been saying this all season. The Clippers are so packed. They could lose one or two guys for a few games, and they'll be fine. Right. Um, they could even lose Kawhi. And literally – they will be able to maintain. They're, they have that much depth. They're pretty good in the early rounds, which, which, which was us for saying, you know, it doesn't matter that he's out for a couple games, particularly for this team. But at the end of the day, it's more than that. It's You might affect some people. And then these guys are not 100% quarantined to the team itself in the bubble. They can go wherever. They can go watch games. They can do other things. So all right. they, they could all be interacting with each other. You don't know. So my question is, which team – offered like which team trapped Lou Williams and why was it the Lakers? Huh. <laughs> you know, he went there on his own. Magic city is a magical place. So I don't blame him, but it's like, dude, you got this rare Wait. month or two, knock it out and then go magic city as much as you want. Wait, magic city is Miami, isn't it? No, no. You don't know what magic city is? Magic city Mondays. I thought it was in Miami. No. Do you, do you know what magic city is Pete? No. What are you referring to? Where Lou Williams went. I thought, no, it's a strip club. I know it's Magic City is a strip club. I thought that was in Miami. No, so it's a hip-hop-based strip club that's infamous, right? And it's in Atlanta. And, like, everyone goes there. And it's like... he went all the way to Atlanta? It's the go-to spot, yeah. And it's like... No, 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 no. I I got that. (laughs) I got that. I didn't know he went all the way to Atlanta. I thought... He was on... he He had, like, an excused leave, right? Um, so he left the bubble to go like deal with some family concern. And I guess while he was out, he made a stop there in magic city. And so that's where, and did you know, even know how he got caught? Like you heard how he like even got found out. I just read it and I was like, this idiot. I forgot the guy's name. He was with like some famous guy, some artists. And like, they took a Snapchat with each other and the dude put it on his story. It was either Snapchat or Instagram. And, um, you know, people saw it, took screenshots of it. And so even by the time they got around to deleting it, it was too late. The word was out that Lou Williams was not in the bubble and he was at the strip. Hold on. Uh, I have to look up whose Snapchat that he was on. It was, uh, that makes more sense in the sense of he was, he was out on a, uh, you know, leave of absence, excuse absence. And then on the way, he's like, oh, I'm going to make a quick pit stop out of the safest places to go to, right? <laughs> right. But, I mean, that's, that shows you these guys think they're invincible. And, like, most young people do, right? It's not just these guys. Um, but when you're, like, a billionaire, man, it's just hard to, like, detach yourself from your everyday life, right? Like, we all, we ourselves as everyday normal people are finding it difficult. I can't imagine these guys who live very extravagant lives 
to have to kind of conform to a very mundane lifestyle for a temporary. I think it's, it's hard for the middle players where like, you're not going to get all the shine. You can go win this championship, but you didn't become a top tier player afterwards. Right. You're still Mm going to get the same check. Right. If you're at the top level, like Giannis, like LeBron, like Kawhi, like your legacy can be built on this for Lou Mm -hmm. Williams. He's still Lou Williams, you know, like at the end of the day. Right. Here's my thing. Forget who the fucking player it was. If it's Lou Williams or LeBron, here's my issue with it is they gave you the option to opt out or opt in. Whether you want to go or not, they're not like you're required to go here. I can see some rebellion and people doing stupid shit if they're all required to go and they're like, I don't want to be here. You have the option to go. Second of all, like, it's it's like a basketball camp. It's like when you used to go to AAU shit. Like, it's, it's literally a basketball camp. They have all the facilities. Everything is right there. Like, you're paid all this money, and you're supposed to be held to this higher standard. Just get your shit together, finish out the season, and that's it. Like, it, you're, you're a celebrity. This is what you're supposed to do. It's your job, right? This is your job. Don't, don't do this. Do that. It, it's simple as that, but I don't know, man. It's, it's, I, I just find it annoying because you did have the option to go or not, and they're still going yeah. and still doing these things. They want – they try to get the best of both worlds, right? And we probably do it, too, in our everyday lives. Like – there's things that in the context of our lives, we probably should be doing one thing instead of the other or trying to do both. But we try to sneak around. We try to do a shortcut and try to get the best of both worlds if we can. Like, I agree. I, Again, back to the point of they're a celebrity and they always they know that they're always held to a higher standard no matter what. Like we, we may do the same things, but at the end of the day, it's like you, you, you're potentially doing this to your entire organization or the entire league, potentially. Like the ramifications are very big. Things that we're going to take down an entire company that we worked for or anything like that. Wait, no. The thing is this, right? He had to go for a family thing and then had to go to the strip club. That's a part that I can't get over. Like you had to go to the strip club. Like I like, you know, who I forgot who it was. It was a guy on the Kings that like went to go get food. I was like, okay, you're just, you just fucked up. Right. Like you you thought you could go get food and it wouldn't be a big deal. Right. That's like, okay, we understand you could have you could have got a takeout order from Vidas, but now you had to go to the strip club for the wings. Right, right. But okay, in fairness, Johnny Menzel vouched for the wings. He like tweeted that he's like, "Yo, the wings are pretty good." That's an idiot. <laughs> right. Um. The guy. The it was the rapper Jack Harlow. That's who he snapshot with. Yeah. Just FYI. Anyway, will be fine, and Lou Williams will be fine. But it was funny. It was funny to see it, and it's just like, yeah, it shows you that like. As much as it sounds like it would be fun, like if we were basketball players and you're telling me, you know, go hang out in Orlando with all the other ballers for like a couple months and just have a go at it, sounds like it'd be a blast to me. But for them, like, even though it probably is fun, they are kind of being forced to adjust their lifestyles as well. Yeah, I, I, think, I just think it's funny overall. Um, so wait, okay, that goes back to the question of the MLB. Do you guys think it's going to get to even like midway point? before it cancels or like when it's not if it gets canceled when do you think it's gonna get canceled the mlb no i don't think it'll make it that far uh you just need it to start being another team or another team that has a person or two Mm -hmm. and then at that point you're like we can't play like the it was like the nba right they did a grid of soon as they found out that uh rudy gobert or whatever and they're like okay in the three days or three games they played, these teams played these teams. And before oh. you knew, like, he's, he's been across, like, 18 teams, basically. No, 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 no. In 10 days, yeah. between the web, every team had played everybody in those 10 days. Yeah. Right. Because, so, yeah, it was after the All-Star break, so there's more games all of a sudden, right? And right. those in 10 days, every he had, like, 
through per like the third connection, like third separation mm. or whatever the fuck I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. Was, Three degrees of separation, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He had played everyone at that point. So this is this will be the second time, right? They already saw what happened to the NBA. So why would they try to just prolong it, right? Why would they be like, let How long it'll go it's going to be interesting because the mlb only has 60 game season to begin with right they, they expand their playoffs so instead of 10 teams in the playoffs they're going to allow 16 postseason teams um but like if a team gets wiped out like right now the marlins have to miss a game right it's not just one game out of the normal 180 some games now one out of 60 matters a lot um you're basically it's like two and a half games effectively um so it's interesting. It doesn't yeah. sound like a lot with 180 games still. Huh? Like if, it's, if it's like two and a half games out of 180, it still doesn't sound like too many games. Oh, two and oh, a half games. Six, uh, yeah. Right yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I just still was like, that's still oh, so much. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I get your point. I, I just uh, thought about it. I'm like, 180, two and a half games? Ah, whatever. It happens. But no, I feel you. I feel you. I don't know if it's going to last, but. I don't, I don't see if, if one of them can't last. I don't see why the other ones will last. Um, if MLB has more social distancing than the rest, right? You're only next to someone on a base. But, like, it's not in the games where these guys are potentially going to get sick. They're practicing with each other. They're hanging out with each other in the locker rooms. They're hanging out with each other outside of practice. That's where they're getting sick. People are, like, looking at the field as if, like, people are going to get sick on a football field. No, man, it's probably on the – practice feel that they're getting sick it's probably in the locker room where they're getting sick um if anything it's not the actual game time portion yeah. well it's everything around that leading up to it basically right and it could happen during the game but like people don't realize it's not just the one hour that you see on the tv when they're around each other these guys are around each other now around the clock since they're not with their families I think what they should do for the NFL, because that's what I care about coming through. Like the MLB is fucked at this point. The Nationals will be the champions for one more year. That's how I see it. Like whatever, fuck it. Two-time champions, back to back. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Back to back. Um, But for the NFL, which is what I care about, they should make four divisions that are geographically located. Find a college campus where everyone's taking virtual classes. Throw all of those NFL players there and have them play each other and just make a tournament at the end of it. But why can't they just use an NFL stadium that's in that geographic area? Why do I have to go to a, co- a college? Oh, no, I was saying so that all the players have to live there. Oh, gotcha. Like, use you know, the like, like the training, like in training camp, they use like college campuses or whatever, right? And like, right. It's right, going right. to be exactly the same thing, man. Whether you it's them and put them somewhere, they're all these athletes. Do you think they want to stay in the dorm? Like, like you said, they have all these luxurious things that like, you're going to put me in the dorm? Like, I haven't done this since college. That's why I'm out of college. I mean, it's like, do you want your check or not? You know? Do you want your year of fame? NBA, though, it's literally what I just said. Like, it's the exact same thing. They, yeah. And they have the option, and they still are doing these things. Well, you don't, get the, you don't get your check if you don't play. That was the whole thing. You don't get your game checks if you don't play, obviously. You can opt out. It's fine. But you just won't get your checks. That was the big yeah. thing. The NFL is allowing players to opt out. So, like, actually, today, a bunch of um, news releases yeah. came out of players choosing to opt out. It was no names. I'm like, go get your ass on the field. You're going to get cut. 
Well, I was surprised, yeah, because it was people that you would expect would need the money to play. But then again, like, they're making the personal decisions for themselves. It is That's their fair. life. That's no, no. Mine. I, t- um, I, re- I regret saying what I said. No, good for you. Do what you need to do. Money yeah. is only so important if you're alive. So, okay. And they still do get some money. So if you were a player that played the previous season, you get 350k if you opt out. If you did not play the previous season, but you're on a roster this year and you choose to opt out, you get 150k. Oh, so okay. that's still like solid money. You um, can live. The one thing well, yeah, I know, but the one thing I, no, the one thing I would attest to that is a lot of these guys are not good with money management, yeah. right? I don't know what the percentage is for the NFL, but like for the NBA, they're basically like majority of these guys live paycheck to paycheck based on what they make because they just are terrible at money management. Can you We're imagine? Just, can you worry. imagine? Can you imagine? Um, Pat Mahomes living paycheck to paycheck. He's just buying a jet every time he gets a paycheck. He's just like, eh, time to buy a jet. Got to live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, like the 150, 200,000 sounds great to us. And like, if you, if you were smart with your money management, like that's more than enough to get you by a couple hundred thousand, but really don't know what these guys are doing. And they might really need that. To they need to live eat. like D'Angelo Hall who buys Andre's instead of Crystal. Cause he said that Andre tastes fucking same. That's what they need to live like. But he also has like five Ferraris. But whatever. That's- They're all idiots, right? They, they, yeah. It's not the priority for them to yeah. take care of the money management. It's just like, oh, I got the money. I, I think I know what to do with it. And then when it's too late, they're like, oh, shit. I don't yeah. have it. Exactly. But all right. So, NFL, do you guys think that we have a Super Bowl? I just want to know. I sure hope so. I don't know, but I sure hope so. I'm going to say yes, just because I don't want to put it out there that it's not going to be. I don't want to put the good energy out. Mm, yeah. Bad energy. No, I want to put good energy out so I can, oh. it'll come back around, you know? Yeah. Or we can do the reverse psychology right now and say absolutely not, and then maybe we'll get it. Reverse jinx it. I think it would be a depressing year. Not that it already hasn't been, but, like, I think morale of the country will get hit if we don't have football. Dude, have, uh, college football it, seems unlikely, but you at least need the NFL if it's possible. College is different because it's, like, the liability of – because it's a lot more liability, like, because they're students. You're already yeah. not paying them. <laughs> they're just going to sue you if they get sick or something. Yeah, they uh, may try. Yeah. All right, what else we got? NFL. Um, got the big trade from the past yeah. week that released a couple of days ago. So details are Seahawks, Jets, Jamal Adams, obviously the very highly acclaimed, young, talented, strong safety, gets traded to the Jets or from the Jets to the Seahawks. And the Jets got a haul in return. Um, this is actually one of the steals, I think, in a trade, offseason trade. So the Jets are getting two first-round picks, one this year, one next year, a third-round pick. And they replaced Jamal Adams, which is actually perfect. Like, they get Bradley McDougald, which was uh, McDougal, which was a safety for the Seahawks the past couple of years. So he's got um, starting experience. Mm-hmm. And um, all they had to give up was Jamal Adams, obviously, and a fourth-round pick. That is – a landslide steal as great of a player as Adams is in my opinion dude the Jets fleeced um the uh the Jets got the Jets fleeced the Seahawks and I don't really expect that normally from Pete Carroll um they were probably desperate or they were probably bidding against somebody Cowboys Pete's team was one of the teams that were rumored to want Adams and I'm so happy it didn't happen why we didn't try to make a deal like that and give up a lot of pieces (laughs) I'm yeah. cool with that. It's fine. That's fair. I don't think it was a fleet. Eh, they overpaid for sure. They first round picks. Like, that's what you would give up for, like, Lamar Jackson. Two first round picks right. and third. 
You know, I would give up that for Lamar. I'd give that up for Patrick Mahomes. But that, that, no, no, no. You'd give up way more for that. For a quarterback, you'd give up way more. How much more? Like four? four? I mean, look. I mean, what did the Redskins give up for RG3? Sure, but then you're you're asking what a dumb organization paid for an asset. Okay, what did what did um the Rams pay to move up to get or not Rams uh Eagles pay up to get Wentz? It's like two first round picks, and that's for unproven. That is for unproven, but it's also for quarterback, right? Yeah, Quarterbacks are always highly more highly valued because that can change your franchise. You're not only trading for a safety, which a lot of players or a lot of people in the league discount. They don't think they think safety is probably one of the least important positions in the league on the field. I love the safety position, so I would pay a premium for it. But not only a safety, you're paying for a strong safety, a guy who has to play in the box. It's not even like a natural free safety like a Sean Taylor or Ed Reed. Um, I would pay two first-round picks for an Ed Reed, for a Sean Taylor, but I don't think Jamal Adams is up to that caliber. I guess we'll see this year. He's going to be on a very, like... He's a great player. I mean, he's a superstar. No, I, I think you'll see it even more because he's getting, he's sitting behind a much better defensive line, I think, right? A better defense overall, right? He's not going to be running back to try to save save his corners as, as much as he's going to... As much as he did with the Jets. I mean, the Jets were still pretty decent, but, like, it's an upgrade for him. I mean, he gets to play more freely in that way. I, I think they're just one first-round pick too many. Well, the but, one first round pick too many is a lot too many. Okay, JK, JK made this point, right? Would you give up two second round picks for it? Would that make it sweeter? Would that make it like more even of a trade? It was two seconds instead of two firsts. But a, a first and a second is a big difference. No, no, hear me out. I'm getting getting into my logic. Would you? It's a yes or no. Like, would you agree more to so, a? So there was the two second rounds and the third round and yeah, and the safety. Well, like, would that, that's better than two first rounds. So, no, but like, like, would you feel like it's a more fair trade? I mean, obviously, it wouldn't be as lopsided, right? Like, it wouldn't be as drastic because now you're you're downgrading the pick. So, would it be closer to the middle? Yeah. Would it still be? Would I do that? I don't know if even I would do that. Okay. Okay. Well, then, if you won't do it, then my logic sucks. Because I was gonna say, look, the Seahawks are gonna be a pick in like the twenty sevens. 28. It's like it's almost an early second. It's almost. It might be. Yeah, you're right. And if you win a Super Bowl, if you win a Super Bowl out of this, it's a 30 second pick. So Mm -hmm. it's like it's literally a second round pick. It's not like you're giving up a for sure top 10 pick. You know what I mean? You're most likely gonna get in the 20s two years in a row. Like, eh, it's it's a second round pick almost. Almost. Eh. Get some steals in the 20s in the first round. You get steals in the sixth round, Tom Brady. Could yeah. (laughs) It's it's a I'm, hey I like the trade I like that the the Jets got that haul back and hey good for the Seahawks you know if the Seahawks I'm sure they'll use him great like they had Cam yeah. Chancellor strong safety position for so many years and they uh, let that position be featured and high and he had a great career there so I'm sure they know how to use him now that they have him they just need they need somebody now that like Quentin Dunbar is not going to probably be playing <laughs> and like they have Trey Flowers but still like you well they have the the Twin, right? Shaquille Gifford. Yeah, I'm talking about the other side at this point because you have one corner, yeah. but you need that. They were hoping one. Dunbar was going to be there. Dunbar actually today and For the sure. Giants uh, cornerback as well, Baker, they both got put on the non-exempt list, right? Yeah. So they're not coming they're off of it. paid, but they're not, they can't like participate in team activities until they're off that list. Yeah. Right. They're not, they're not coming back, dude. They're not coming back. 
They might not be. The stuff that, yeah, they, like, no. got caught. Then there was rumors that they weren't involved, but then we found out they were paying the people, the witnesses. Yeah, really shady. Really shady, yeah. Justin yeah. Blackman's coming back before them. Justin Blackman. If you remember Justin Blackman, he's coming back right. before them. The odds are, the odds are that. Speaking yeah. of lists, um, we have some Redskins news about Alex Smith and Ruben Foster. Um, unfortunately, both of those players, probably as expected, are on the um, – Pop. The, the pop, correct. Yeah. Um, but news the other day about Alex Smith was surprising that his doctors, not the team doctors, but his Wait. doctors cleared him, which I can see the Redskins doctors clearing Alex Smith because up to this point in time, they haven't been that credible. But Alex Smith's doctors are his own doctor. So the only allegiance and interest that they have to provide a diagnosis to Alex is at, to Alex himself. Yeah. So the fact that they cleared Alex, I think speaks a lot. That means yeah. – Shit, this guy's coming back from that gruesome injury, and his own personal doctors are saying, Yeah, you're capable of playing if you want to. Don't you do said it. basically what about a whole year after everything went down again, right? Two. Like after surgery. At, no, 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 I obviously that, but oh. after he had the infection and all that, so it's been what another year, year and a half after all that, too, right? So he started with the break. And then he did the surgery. Then he got the infection. And then, so it's been at least a year, maybe a year and a few months, totally removed from the whole infection and everything. So, yeah, it's been shy of two years, but I think the injury happened like in a November uh, against Houston Texans. I forget what week of the NFL it was. It was either in November or December. We were, he was playing well, too. He was playing like well enough. Like he wasn't making mistakes that Kirk Cousins would make. The trade was an awful trade. Um, and not only the trade was bad, sure, you gave up a third-round pick. Sure, you gave up a great young corner. But then you aggravated the mistake by then immediately signing Alex Smith to a contract extension. Like, you already had him locked up on a deal. Let him play that out. See what you got. I'm Sure, you just gave away all these in- assets. You want to lock in your new toy. But what if you made a mistake? Don't aggravate it even more by then signing him to this extension. Like, he got injured, broke his leg, and he hadn't even yet started his new contract. He was still playing on his old contract. So we completely screwed ourselves. It was like the perfect way to bite yourself in the foot after already shooting yourself in the foot. Um, And his money is guaranteed for injury, and then what do you know? He gets injured. And so, like, I think this year, if I'm not mistaken, is this year coming up will be the final year that you have to keep him on the roster because of all the guaranteed money. and so next year, we'll see if he's even around. But um, apparently, he might compete. I didn't hate the trade. I hated the trade when it happened live. When I thought about it, it made sense. Like, you needed somebody to play. You need someone to play quarterback. Who's going to play? Literally, they had called me beforehand. They're like, yo, warm up your shoulder. You're going to start. You might be competing for the spot. When he got injured, the team was about to be six and four. No, 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 no. I'm saying before he got injured. Obviously, okay. I'm saying before. The trade, right? We're talking about trade, right? right? He came. Look, I honestly, when he so got he was probably tra- six and four, so like it could have been. Yeah, but, sure, but, but it wait, probably would have been worse. But like, what are you doing with a six and four season, anyways? Why would wait, you? Yeah, you, know, you would have gone. We were remember six and four. We were we were tied. We were one game out or tied for the division lead at that moment when we got taken out. But did you feel like we were like killing it, dude? We but, were having but, subpar offensive games, barely squeezing out wins yeah, because yeah. of defense mostly. 
I understand. I get that. But he wasn't making mistakes to make, like, he wasn't doing what Kirk did at the time, where Kirk would just blow the game apart because he'd throw picks after pick after pick. Or he wasn't doing RG. He wasn't doing what every other quarterback in a Redskins uni- or Washington Football Club uniform did for the last 10 years make mistakes. Kirk right. would lose games for you, but Kirk would win games for you. One he game. Was- he won one game. He came back one time. Comeback is not just you can win without having to come back because you're down. I mean, okay, I Kirk was subpar with us, and yes, play calling was a huge part of that. I'm not gonna act like he wasn't, but at that time, he always made mistakes to lose games, and I don't remember him winning games because so many times he would just lose the game for us. I mean, I'm with the Raj. He, he was just so inconsistent. You you didn't know like he he did have some very good games too. You just don't know which Kirk are you gonna get. Is he gonna come out and? able to throw up three, 400 yards and then get you that W or is he going to come out and just start throwing two, three interceptions? Yeah. yeah. Either way, either way, the point remained was that Kirk was gone at this point. Kirk was out the door after that season. He wasn't coming back. Right. That's like fine. that's fine. Yeah. And just then, with what you got, man. Who, 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 in the next round, just like you ended up doing, even though you paid Alex Smith all that money. What, what drafted after he got hurt. Right. Yeah. You but you should have had that intention to go with, right. You should have had the intention. Hey, Let's ride out this year with someone shitty. We'll get a top pick. We'll get a great quarterback. It would have been, it would have been probably Baker Mayfield. The year, no, right? It would have been uh, Daniel Jones. No, 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 no. I'm saying the year after Alex Smith got injured. Oh no, I was saying the year before. I'm saying if you rode out, not getting, not making the move for Alex Smith, right? It would have been the year before, and it would have either been Sam Darnold or it would have been Baker Mayfield. Because if you didn't. Get Alex Smith, you'd have to draft a quarterback then, right? But we got Alex Smith in the offseason. So, like, no, but before the draft, we got him like the week of the Super Bowl, remember? Right. So, like, if we didn't do that, right, we would have came in. Our first round pick would have been a quarterback, but Daniel uh, Baker Mayfield was gone by the time our first round pick came around. What, where did we go? That is that the the Baker Mayfield trade? Was that the John, was that Jonathan Allen year? That was a Jonathan Allen year? No. Wasn't uh, Jonathan Allen? We were talking about this recently, right? That was the whole Patrick Mahomes and uh, Mitch Trubisky draft, where Jonathan Allen went like 17. Oh, that might be right here. I'm looking at Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield was in 2018. So 2018 was the Saquon year. Josh Allen. It would have been probably been like a. We went with Deron Payne. That was a Deron Payne year. So at that moment, Lamar Jackson was the next quarterback taken. I mean, and we weren't going to take Lamar Jackson. And if we did take Lamar Jackson, we would have fucked up his life. Let's be honest. We honestly would have. We would have turned him into another RG3. Right, literally. That's what would have happened. So, you know what? Everything worked out like it's supposed to. Okay? (laughs) We're here now with Chase Young. So, it all worked out. You don't get Chase Young. It did work out for, though. I'll I'll say this. And, like, I'm so sorry that I went through this injury and it's, like, a gruesome story. And, like, he's persevered like crazy. Yeah. But it worked out for Alex Smith in that he has generational wealth. Like, he is set for the rest of his life. His kids are set for the rest of their lives. And his kids aren't even past the age of 10, but their kids one day when they're born will be set for the rest of their lives. Um, Alex Smith has set up his entire lineage for the rest of their futures. Yep. Yep. But that's what the rest of us can do to you for you if you fool them. You know who we probably would have gotten if we had that year? We would have got Josh Rosen. Yeah, that would have been bad. Okay, so it all worked out for everyone involved, I guess. Huh? All right, moving along. Yeah, yeah, let's move along. Let's move along. Um, what is next? We, uh, you don't so stop that, us. 
We'll keep talking about the Washington football team. I let you guys have it, and now I'm done with it. That's fair. That's fair. All right, so we've got a new fun segment that we're going to try out. It's called Who Would You Rather? Who Would You Rather Be, necessarily? So we're going to give out three options in three different scenarios. Some are shitty. The three (laughs) options are NFL players. Most of them are usually shitty. Yeah, we're shitty people. Who would you rather be out of the three shitty options? And you've got to state your case. Why you would rather be them? Why would you rather avoid being the other people? Um, So the first one's quarterback position. Three well-known names that did not perform well in their careers. Only one still plays today. Um, but you got to say, who would you rather be out of them? So who's got the options for us? I got you. So the first option at quarterback, who would you rather be? Tim Tebow, University of Florida quarterback. You know, went to the Broncos. Could have been a baseball player. Probably should have been a baseball player. Right? He did get or, a playoff win, right? Yes, I do believe they got the playoff win. It was yeah, a miracle. A playoff win. It was a miracle, right? Yeah. Uh, next, Robert Griffin the third, rookie of the boy. year. Yeah, the rookie of the year, Baylor Heisman winner. Mm-hmm. And then Vince Young from UT, right? He created the big, created the biggest upset in college football history, in my opinion. What a game. What a it was game. crazy, crazy game. Um, right. Also, rookie of the year. Also, won. No, didn't he, didn't win, win he didn't win the Heisman, but he did go to the playoffs. He didn't win a playoff game. They went to a playoff game. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. did RJ, they went to a playoff game. So in these, in this scenario. He could have been handed the Heisman after it got revoked, right? And that's he's fair. Like, yeah. He's like, it, though, which is mad respect, actually. They yeah, offered I, it to him. I did like that. Yeah. I would have taken that shit. Fuck it. I'd be like, I'm not the winner. I just have the trophy. Whatever. Um, I respect that, though, because he was like close. And because uh, I was uh, the year uh, Reggie Bush won. Yeah. Right. And right. um, neck, neck. like it, it could have gone either way. Honestly. Yeah, the right. fact that he turned it down after they um, they uh, took the Heisman from Reggie—that's actually mad respect. Technically, you're right because technically he earned that shit. Like he had the stats. Like it was a it was a toss up, but right. that he didn't take it. And in the most important game, he beat the shit out of um, Reggie Bush and what's his name, Matt Leinhardt. Not beat yeah, the shit no. out of him, but he beat him. It was I, a great game. He took us home, so. Yeah. So, so you'd rather be now's the time to judgment day. I can tell you right now. You have yours already? Mine is based on no, no statistic, no nothing. Okay. There's only one right answer. So I hope you don't screw this up. Oh, I don't want to go first then. I don't know if I'll go first. <laughs> no, who do you got? All right. This is who it's going to be. All right. I would be RG3 for one reason, one reason, for two reasons. Okay. I'm going to win a Super Bowl with Baltimore. I'm not going to do anything for it. Two. Mm-hmm. At one point, when he was in his rookie year and having that crazy year and blowing up on ESPN and everything, Kim Kardashian said he was cute, and I would love to be that guy. It happened, bro. It happened. I remember. I was like, yo, it's happening. Yo, she says something along those lines, and I was like, that's why I want to be RG3. I don't remember that for some reason. But he's not cute. He's not at all. Oh. But that's it. That's who I'd be. Simple. Nothing for football, because all these guys suck at football. At the NFL level. I'm sorry. They all suck. Who's the best athlete out of all of them? I would say RG3. Probably RG3. Yeah. Who's uh, the best quarterback out of all three of them? <laughs> Still tough. Maybe Vince Young, but... Vince Young or RG3. RG3 had... RG3 was not a bad quarterback. He was just a very stupid guy playing football. He had bad football IQ. 
Like Tebow didn't have good form. He could not throw the ball well. He Tebow just got lucky. Vince Young threw the side ball too. <laughs> and then yeah, Vince Young always threw it like like that. But he and, made it look good. Yeah, but it it wasn't effective in the NFL. No, it didn't. I mean, he 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 won Rookie of the Year too, right? Yes, he did. They he won had the a playoffs. great year. Yeah, it was, was playoffs. It was fun watching him play with uh, Chris Johnson and that Tennessee Titans team. They had yeah. Kenny Britt. Um, they had a good little setup. All right, so we got one vote for RG three. Who would you rather be, Pete? Uh, well, I'll take my man Tony Romo. <laughs> <laughs> um, as much as I hate to say it, I think it would have to be RG three as well. Um, Two votes, RG three. When, when he, so I remember watching him at Baylor. Definitely a phenomenal athlete. He was doing well, but even when, at one given point, like Gogo said, when he was in the NFL that rookie year. I mean, he was killing it. He was making plays. He was doing things. And he got kind of unfortunate that the injuries piled up. Yeah. And that's when it went downhill. And then, you know, after your knees and your legs go out, there's not much you can do. So he had success at the collegiate level, which he brought it over to the NFL. And he was successful for that season until he started getting hurt. So there is that what if he didn't get hurt type of thing. But Vince Young, sure, he had the rookie of the year, but he really didn't get hurt. He just – it just didn't go to anywhere. It didn't do anything. And obviously, we know with Tim Tebow, it was a one-hit wonder. So, I'm going to a full career and what could have been, probably got to go with RG3. He hates saying it. You can I just, hate saying it so much. Can, I don't want to, but yeah. – You cannot pick RG3 just based on that he was a Washington football club member. I had <laughs> no football reasoning to why I'd say RG3. Like, I have none. Nah, like, at the end of the day, right, like – you can be a great collegiate player, which all three of these guys were, but you're also an athlete that's better than probably majority of the people you're playing against. When you get to the NFL, it's the, yeah. it's the best yeah. of the best. And RG3 was doing things with the best of the best. The other two here and there, but really nothing came out of it. So, it, I mean, it, it's got to be RG3 with that. If you're looking at the most success of what could have happened. That's fair. That's fair. So I'm going to go to go- the action. action. Um, if I had to pick one of these three, I'd rather be Tim Tebow. Um, I think he's had the longest, eh, I don't know. I'd be interested to know how long of a career each of them had in the NFL. Probably Tim Tebow didn't have the longest now that I think about it. Uh, I'll look it up. So Tim Tebow had three years, 2010, 2011, 2012. Those are the years that he had stats or those are all the years that he's ever been on a team? Those are like the three years that he played significant games, basically. He uh, played nine, 14, and 12 games those three seasons, respectively. Um, I think that's his entire NFL regular season statistics. Man, three years is nothing. RG3 definitely had longer, right? He played his entire rookie contract out five years. Yeah, he started 2012 through 2019. So he had the fourth season with the Skins. That fourth season, obviously, he didn't play much. Then so he went to Cleveland. Only played five games. And then the next two were Baltimore and, uh, yeah, Baltimore 18 and 19, which he only played three and seven games respectively. So first two, first three seasons he played 15, 13, nine. After that, it was five, three, and seven. So it was – he basically only had three solid years of games as well, three and a half, something like that. Yeah, so for yeah, so Vince Young, it was only – was only five years. Five years. On an active on roster. An active roster. Right. So he also, the two years, 2006, 2007, he played those 15 games. 2008, obviously, didn't. He only had three. And then 2009, he had the 12 again. But then, just like the other two, fell off again. So they're all relatively almost in the same realm of, 
I guess, relevance of career and how many games they played in the seasons. They all have like one or two seasons where they played like five games. Right. All right. Well, I'm because he's a god. Who? Where to Florida? Oh. He's just admired, and he's got a great 401k setup. I'm sure health savings account. He's got an investment portfolio and everything. He was an ESPN analyst. He plays major minor league baseball, so you know he's got good health benefits. Tim Tebow, hands down, is in a better position than RG3 as a backup today. RG3, I think, went through a divorce, so you know all the money that he made up to that point probably got split 50-50 if he didn't get the prenuptial agreement done ahead of time. And Vince Young, I think, was in legal trouble a few times, right? There was like this, uh, I forgot what it was, but there was like an incident caught on camera where he was like in a fight, and I don't know what came of that. Um, Tim Tebow, for sure, and like everyone worships him. Like he's such a pure, genuine person. I think he recently got married. You can't go wrong with Tim Tebow. Fine. Okay, you can go down that route of you're going from a overall life perspective, but I would also say Tim Tebow was the guy that was so hard-headed that they're like, you can't play quarterback. Just switch positions to something else. And he's like, nah, I'm just going to play quarterback. That's all I'm going to do. Like, <laughs> the guy was also full of himself a little bit where they're like, all right, like you had a little run, but like, why don't you transition to something else and let's see if we can do something with it. He's like, no, I'm going to only play quarterback. Well, maybe he knew, you know, I might be bad at quarterback, but I'm worse at everything else. And if I show them me playing something else, I'll definitely be out before these three years are done. Maybe he knew. But one for quarterback anyway, so you have nothing to lose at that point. Like you might as well try switching up and see. He really wasn't a good quarterback, and this is probably a topic for another day. But it actually amazes me how like the top athlete in college, so many years, is not able to translate their game to the NFL, right? And it just like blows my mind. It's like saying, go to law school, you'll get straight A's. But then you come to practice law in the legal field, and you suck at it. It's like. I thought he's the prodigy, right? He's the guy that you're, you're right. He's like, he's like the way he was in college was like the guy when he came out. You're like, yo, this is like the Michael Vick sensation. Like he was so big with Urban Meyer. And you're like, all right, he's got to come out and he's got to do something. At least a couple of years have some great success. Nothing. It amazes me, man. It happens so often. Like Troy Smith out of Ohio State, Matt Liner out of USC. There's been so many examples of like the Heisman winner, the guy who was voted as the number one player Think about like ohio state you're right like braxton miller like terrell Pryor, like those guys they were they're, they're right. jamarcus russell right yeah. they get hurt a little bit and then boom now he's in that sometimes it's not even based on injury it's just like their game doesn't translate and it's just like, I'll say like this. Yeah, I'll say one was that one was injury but next thing you know instead of playing quarterback terrell Pryor's playing every other position but that you know like it's crazy how you're like damn these guys should be there I mean, but the NFL is all about being in the right system, right? Like, if you have to also get lucky with the system you come into, right? Like, that, that, that player, that coaching staff has to want you to succeed more than anything than their own, like, their own, like, whatever um, personality or whatever. Their own ego. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Okay. The guys right now, that's basically one of the guys we're talking about, right? Jalen Hurts, same thing solid collegiate career didn't get really get drafted high and now it's like what happens does he develop or does he just get transitioned to a different player he's gonna win a super bowl because the eagles will probably win a super bowl and he's just gonna get one for free he got drafted much higher than i thought he was gonna get drafted so so okay i have a question for you before we go to the next person who has the most pro bowls 
definitely, definitely Vince Young. Yeah. Vince Young has two. He actually won comeback player of the year in 2009. What a G. Yeah. So Vince Young was the most, uh, I guess, the most accomplished in the NFL. He had two seasons of being good, not just one. Don't worry. Arash is financially stable. He didn't go through a divorce, so he's good. Right. (laughs) All right. What's our next category? All right. The next one. Short-lived careers. So I'm going to explain it like I explained it before. Would you rather be Peyton Hillis? Mm -hmm. One good season, but you get a Madden cover, right? You get a full-on Madden cover that you can hang on your wall forever and talk about that one day to everyone. Friends come and go, but Madden covers live forever. Forever. You need to know, did he have a divorce or not? (laughs) (laughs) Then, the best return man ever, Devin Hester. There's, I don't think there's going to be ever somebody else that, like, especially with the rule changes for um, kickoffs, that's going to have more kick returns ever. Like, it's probably highly unlikely. Yeah. Also went to a Super Bowl, lost because you had Rex Grossman as your quarterback. You couldn't play any other position at all. Yeah. Wide receiver, running back. He right. couldn't do it. He couldn't even be a kicker, punter, none of that. Or would you be the infamous David Tyree catching a football on your helmet which will forever live in infamy, and you won a Super Bowl beating a team you had no business playing in the Super Bowl. Who would you rather be? What you got, Pete? This is a tough one. This is interesting. Yeah. The thing about Tyree is, like, he made that play just as much as Eli, but I feel like Eli gets the credit, right, for that win. Um, everyone remembers sure. the play, and thankfully everyone remembers David Tyree's name because his name deserves to be remembered. I will like, tell you for, for a fact, that's not the guy I'm thinking of at all. I, I agree his name was famous for that. Um, but honestly, like, a lot of it was luck, too. Like, that catch was insane. A lot of it was luck. Uh, obviously, you know, the ball got there. Eli does deserve the credit, and sure, he got a Super Bowl out of it, but – at the end of the day, I'm, I'm still thinking of more of a relevance of a career in the NFL and, like, what was your ultimate hype? Um, you know what? F it. I'll just go with it. Like, I think Devin Hester, man, like, the people feared Devin Hester when he was on the field. They kicked it the other way because he was that nasty. Like, I don't know the next time we're going to see a Devin Hester type of returner. Um, sure, it's only one facet of the game that sucks because they put him at wide receiver and at other positions and nothing really came out of it. But – Going from an ultimate high perspective of these guys, if you're in, if you're in the NFL, you want to be feared, and they feared Devin Hester. And like, I don't know, I, I think that's dope. Like, I got to go with Devin Hester out of three. Sure, a bad NFL cover is pretty sick, but I'll take at one point in my career, given that I was Devin Hester, everyone feared me, and no one could do what I did, and I was the greatest at it. What you got, Kogo? You do you agree again with Pete? No, I. I'm looking at Devin Hester's um, like stats. He had 14 punt returns in his career. That's that's. I don't think that oh, anyone can break touchdown. this, huh? Touchdown. Touchdown. Sorry, my bad. Touchdowns plus five kick returns. Yeah. And the funny thing is, he had one rushing touchdown in his career. Did he have any receiving touchdowns? I think he did. 16. He had 16. Yeah, yeah. He did have Sorry. Yes, he had 16. Um. I'm going to actually go with David Tyree because yeah. I was looking at it. Like you have that catch forever and you have a Super Bowl ring at the end of it. Like, like yeah. you can, no one can say that you didn't earn that. You didn't do your part for that team. Right. Yes. I, Eli Manning gets credit for that play. Cause he 
avoided pressure. He got that guy on him and he ripped off and he made that catch. But that wasn't, if he had missed that catch, no one would have been like, what the hell, David Tyree? It would have mm-hmm. been just like, there's too much pressure and he threw it away. Eli Manning threw it away. Right. Caught that shit, kept it there, and got him that first down when it mattered. I, I think I'd be David Tyree. I'd be telling that story a lot and get free drinks. I don't know. I will I, say, I will still say, rather be me than you. I still rather be very consistent and amazing at what I did. Without the Super Bowl, that's fine. But you got the Super Bowl, but you did it with one play. I did many, many things in my career. No, I agree. But like, it's like, I think of it like this: like, like if it's like the it's a it's a it's a party trick, right? Like David Tyree's like story is a party trick kind of story, right? Yeah. Devin Hester, yes. If you're an avid football fan, you'll know. But everyone watches the Super Bowl, like. Like, like, the, like everyone watches it, right? So even if you talk about the Super Bowl, people will like listen versus like a career. I don't know. I, I know I'm splitting hairs because it's like if you know if I was Devin Hester, I'm cool. Like he had a much longer career, a ten year career. Like Devin, I don't even like. Yeah, again, we're having fun with this, right? Like I'm giving you shit. I'm like I'm telling you, you got lucky with that one catch that made you guys win the Super Bowl. But I'm like, I was feared. I did this on the regular. And I'd be like this. Hold on, let's pretend this is a Super Bowl ring. I'd be like. Yeah, you're right. I, I, sorry, I can't hear you. My ear was, it was, it was covering, it was covering it's my ear. Sorry. I, knew, I knew you would say that, right? It's all good. But at the end of the day, I would be like, what did you really do to earn that throughout the season? You, you were in the right place at the right time for one damn play. But what did you do overall for it? I, okay, here. Tell me Devin Hester's best. Devin Hester's, your best Dave, Devin Hester play. Say so, that again? Like, what was, the, what was the most memorable Devin Hester play? Uh, was it on the, was it one of, I'm trying to remember. What was I know mine. The, I know mine. I asked that question knowing mine because <laughs> I was like, don't call me out. Is it the one where he did the kick return for the, wasn't the game winner, right? It, so I was actually going to go with, with the Super Bowl where he ran it back in the Super Bowl, like very right. early on, but okay. yeah. 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 Okay. That one was like, good, but he lost though. It didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I know. There was a dirty game where he had two punt return touchdowns almost back-to-back against the Cardinals. It was like a primetime game. I forget if it was Monday night mm-hmm. or Sunday night, but um, it was an unreal game. And, like, the fact that he did it once, everyone was on edge when he got it again, and he did it again. Oh, and like, actually, Yo, that just made me think. So you're right, Gogo. You're like, everyone watches the Super Bowl, right? So from a hype perspective, I forgot. He did run it back in the NFL, and that's something that's super relevant, too. Yeah, but it's not as iconic because, like you said, they lost. Iconic? Like, how often does that happen in the Super Bowl? Bro. It only happened once. To bring the uh, opening kickoff back for a touchdown in NFL history. That's unheard of. Yeah, that never football, happened. It only happened once. But, okay, this is my other reason. I'm just reading this on Wikipedia. I have one more. I'm sorry. One more reason. Right. When he retired in 2012 or 2010, he signed a one-day contract with the Giants. So, one, you're a hero in New York now, right? They'll, you'll eat for free forever, right? That's mm-hmm. one. And then in 2012, he's such a part of the um, franchise. They brought him to the Super Bowl when the Giants came back. Ain't nobody calling Devin Hester. Ain't nobody calling Devin Hester. That's true. That's uh, true. It's, yeah, listen, it's we, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. But yeah, I, I, we're neither. <laughs> all right, let's see. What do you got? You're going to make us all have all three different people? Or what's gonna the happen? right answer to this question, who would you rather be? And the logical answer is Devin Hester. That's like the smart option, the right option. But I'm going to go with David Tyree, big only for one reason, because I hate the Patriots. <laughs> and I hate Tom Brady. And I okay. hate Bill Belichick. And David Tyree took away 
one of their rings. Like all yeah. these other teams that failed to do it, and the Giants almost did fail to do it that year as well. But David Tyree and a lot of other players combined's effort in that game um, and on that play, he helped at least claw back one of those championships away from the Patriots. And for that, I will always be thankful for him. And I would love to be David Tyree to do that to the Patriots. I want to say career is better. Everything about Devin Hester is better, but he he didn't steal something from the Patriots, and that I I cannot replace. The other thing is like think about all of this as Washington fans, right? You hate the Giants. This is the first time I ever rooted for the Giants. I was like, yo, please, I do not want to see the Patriots ever the fuck again. Ooh, like yeah. they're the only time. Like I was like, I'm gonna hate the Super Bowl, dumbest Super Bowl of all time, but. I don't know. What happened afterwards? Tom Brady was like, all right, Arash, I see what happened. <laughs> Dude, so I like – there's two teams that whoever they're playing, I'll, I'll, I'll vote for the opposite team because I hate that team the most. Even if – It's in the Cowboys. Cowboys number one and Patriots number two, right? And so, like, even if they're playing another team that I hate, like, we're going to get to the next topic on who would you rather be. It, like, I hate the Seahawks. I hate Pete Carroll. But when they're playing the Patriots – my hate for the Patriots always trumps, right? And oh, then the only team that I totally tr- agree with you. Mine is the same. I hate the Patriots, same thing, but it's the Redskins in return. That, that's do you same. hate the Redskins, though? I feel like you shouldn't hate the Redskins. There's nothing to hate. They're like, you beat them. Why do you hate the Cowboys? There's nothing to hate. Oh, we, we lose to them, and I hate them. I hate Jerry Jones. I hate everything. Like, I've hated all my the hatred, coaches. My hatred is for my friend's fan base, right? They, they heckle. They give me a lot of stuff. So I have a natural, fun hatred towards uh, I, I get what Pete's saying. I get what yeah. Pete's saying because here, he's a Dallas fan here, right? Right, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, like, then it for us, it's like you're a Dallas fan here. Like, that's the same. That's why it's probably the worst. Because, like, it's like if you're an Eagles fan here, right? You hate the Redskins because you're an Eagles fan here. Right. And everyone's giving you shit. So I get it. I'm surprised, though, you didn't take um, Peyton Hillis because I'm looking at his Wikipedia, and in 2013, he bought a 1,300-acre soybean farm in Tennessee <laughs> with his wife. I'm shocked you didn't take him. Yo, that's yeah. the only threshold Arash needed that he's still married. He's not there. I got that data point. I needed that. He didn't, have to split, he didn't have to split half the soybean farm. Yeah, he has 1,300 uh, acres. That's Fair cool. enough. I, okay, from that perspective of what you said, Arash, I do, I still keep my answer. I like it, but for that one sole reason, that is more appealing to me that he did take something away that I, I absolutely hated. Uh, it was the Patriots. So I agree. He's accomplished. I'm still going with Devin. He accomplished one thing that I've always wanted to accomplish, and I'm still hoping I can. Going to a restaurant and having a sandwich named after me. Because you know there was a David Tyree after that. You know there was a David Tyree after that. It probably had a little bit of Big Mac sauce on it. I'm just saying. There you go. Uh, All right, Ross. What you got next, man? The last one of who would you rather be, and these are all people, not necessarily all players, but people that had a huge blunder. (laughs) Um, let's Pete, you rattle them off for us. Uh, what, what I, I got it, I got it, I got you. That we came up with, yeah. All right, biggest blunders Hank Basket fumbling the on surprise onside kick against the Saints when he was on the Colts, right? Mm-hmm. In the Super Bowl, in the Super Bowl, right they lost that Super Bowl. Right. Pete Manning could have had more than his brother if it wasn't for him, right? Then you have Pete Carroll who threw the ball when he should have ran against Come the Patriots. Against the Patriots. At the one-yard line. He got, what's his name, paid? Who was the corner of the... Um, Malcolm Butler. He gave yeah, him his he, entire career, yeah. He got paid because of that one play. Yeah. 
Um, and then the last one, butt fumble. Mark Sanchez. Just runs into some grown man's ass. We don't even know his name. Dude, Mark Sanchez once played for the Washington Reds. That's who was going to play instead of Alex Smith. That's fine. No, we didn't have Mark Sanchez yet at that time. But it was that season. It was that's right fine, now. though. And what else were we look, try looking to do? We still ended up with a season that we would have had without Alex Smith. Fine, 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 fine. I just realized that at one point that was who was a starting quarterback. <laughs> All right. The answer to this one is also a landslide. I'll go first because it's obvious. And we were just talking about it, right? I hate the Seahawks, but I hate the Patriots even more. And so the one time in my life I'm rooting for the Seahawks, I'm doing something that doesn't feel organic and natural to me. I'm cheering for Pete Carroll. And what does he do when he has a Super Bowl in his hand? He gives it to Bill Belichick. He so you're saying which is the worst? You're saying which is the worst blunder? Yeah. Which is the least, which is the one that you could be that person? Like you could live your life being that person. I could be Hank Baskett. I could he, be Hank Baskett. He was with a playgirl. He was married I, to a playgirl. Just say oh, both. Which one you would be, but what, what also was the worst one like Ross started with? Well, yeah. Well, I guess who would I rather be? I'd rather be Hank Baskett, and I'd rather avoid being Pete Carroll because that was egregious, right? His mistake was I, I can't live with it, and I'm not even a Seahawks fan. So I would rather be Hank Baskett. I don't want to be – Mark Sanchez, because that, but everyone knows the butt fumble and they'll know it for the rest of time, just like they know David Tyree for the rest of time. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go next because my answer is very similar with you, Arash. Uh, like, yeah, I'll, I'll be Hank Baskin. That's why I do not want to be the butt fumble. But, man, Pete Carroll, like, everyone and their moms knew what was – like, why would you not give the ball to him and let him run? Marshawn Lynch is a beast, and he's at the – it wasn't even like it was what third down or they had two tries to get it in, whatever it was. Yeah. Simple. Let him pound the ball. And they decided to throw the ball. Probability of that interception, very slim. Like who knows what it could have been. But it was a hell of a play by Malcolm Butler. Hell of a play. Like it wasn't luck or a fluke. He studied his no, he, he jumped the route. He knew yeah. it was coming. He knew he made an awesome career out of that. Like that that was turning uh defining turn of his career, but at the end of the day, Pete Carroll's an idiot. Everyone's just like, you're an idiot. Marshawn Lynch is like, why would you not give me the ball? Like, it, it's just common sense run the ball. But I won't, I won't go on with it. Let's see what Gogo's got. So the most egregious is Hank Baskett because his career ended because of that. He got cut that year afterwards. He cost because of that. And how is he supposed to know? You don't expect an onside kick. It was actually a big goal by John on the hands team, use your hands. No, they weren't on hands team. It was a normal kickoff formation. I get it, but you're a wide receiver. I get that, but you're not expecting. There's a reason, there's a reason for hands team because you're not expecting. I got you. Listen, I understand. I understand. But listen, let me tell you about this guy's life, okay? That happened, right? Then a few years later, he got divorced, okay? He lost hey, his pretty girl wife. Yes, okay? He got divorced. So you might want to go... Arash does not want to be him anymore. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that legal situation. No, no, but I think she has more money, to be honest, because she okay. was a playgirl. Um, but a playboy bunny, that's what it's called. There you go. Uh-huh. But, no, his career ended. He then got signed to Minnesota and had one reception for four yards that year, and his career ended. He's nothing. Well, maybe he was on the roster, but he wasn't, like, getting stats. He got one reception. For four yards. That's fine. If he was on the roster for 16 weeks, that's a paycheck. He was on the roster for six weeks. He played six weeks. I don't know if he was on the roster or not. But uh-huh. And then he was cut. That's why that's the most egregious. He lost his Playboy Bunny wife. Also sucks, man. In a divorce. 
He's got a solid three and a half million net worth. I can work with that. You gotta, you gotta think though that you gotta think that at some level she left because of the because of the fumble. You got at some level. And who I who would I be in this scenario? Who would you rather be? Mark Sanchez. He's a great looking dude. Okay. No, he's not. He is a good looking dude. Yes, he is. Go look. He did a whole GQ spread. He's not a bad looking guy. There's been plenty of ugly people in the GQ. He used to, when he was in college, they had a segment they kept showing him hitting on the lunch ladies. Like, you're like, hey, <laughs> back again. <laughs> I remember that he tried to do modeling, or like people just wanted him to like take modeling pictures because like he was a quarterback for a team in New York. But like, just because people want to take your picture doesn't mean you're a good looking dude. <laughs> doesn't mean it's the right go to move. Yeah. No, nah, I'm looking at him right now. He's not terrible looking. He's, he's, not, he's not terrible looking. With his long hair when he was on the Jets, you know, not bad looking. All right, I'm, let's say that. He's trying too hard. Yeah. Okay, well, if that's not enough of a reason for you guys. And he's going to be known for the butt fumble. Like, he actually, like, to his credit, the Jets with Rex Ryan were competitive against the Patriots in that AFC division. And, like, he should be remembered for that. But, like, no, he's only going to be remembered for the butt fumble. That, that's the last person I'd rather be. I'd rather be Pete Carroll's dumbass than, uh, <laughs> than Sanchez. <laughs> Also, Mark Sanchez is worth $40 million on top of that. Jeez. That's and that's, that's more than all of, them com- all of them combined, the other two combined. Because, right. Where did you get money? I guess the New York Jets, huh? Yeah, $40 million because he still was on a roster two years ago. And, you know, that's whatever. This was from that butt fumble somehow. Also, if I was him, I would take the sense of humor approach, right? And, hey, butt fumble is a party trick. <laughs> I'm sure he has. Like, he's found a way to like make fun of it or make light of it or live you have on. To. You I'm have sure to. Other dollars in his pocket makes him sleep better at yeah. night. Uh, butt fumble, but I butt fumble all the way to the bank, motherfuckers. That's right. what happens. Hey, Lou, like we said, Lou Williams took care of him right now. Going to you know the strip club for some chicken wings. That's the new hot. <laughs> yeah, but that's who I'd be. Pete Carroll, like, eh, you made a mistake, but you've also won a Super Bowl. It's kind of in the middle. True. Yeah. Anything? You guys got anything else? Oh, man, I'm ready for these sports to kick off. We recited some of the dates. They're right around the corner if they go on schedule. So we'll see. NBA playoffs are literally August 17th. It starts, right? So here we are, um, end of July. So, yeah, we're just a few weeks away. Yep. I'm excited. Next week we're probably going to talk about basketball, let's be honest. Yeah, so playoffs are starting too. Caps are in contention, so. Yep, that's fair. Um, it's, that's a topic we can all agree on caps. We're all on one page on that one. Thankfully NFL, NBA, we're not, but MLB and NHL, we are also last chance. You comes out tomorrow. Just FYI. So I, I think it just might be a me and a Rosh episode because we're going to talk about it. Let's do it like an extra little one. Cause I, watch, it. watch it this weekend and we'll talk about it next week. Sounds good, boy. I'll try to catch it myself. You don't need any context from the last seasons because they're starting yeah, a new yeah, school. No, they're all they're all new seasons. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good content. Pete. It's like great. It. It's great. Yeah. All right, y'all. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you do all the stuff that we need you to do. Which I like is that like, Sean Taylor uh, poster you got back there. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I is that new? No, I've had it. It's just been at my parents' house. I went to my parents' house recently. I just picked it up. It's it's uh, always uh, you just haven't noticed it because you usually knock it down. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I got a few other, like, I put out a few other trinkets here. You'll see it soon. Like, I got a little Michael Vick one, some Randy Moss little things here and there. I'm trying to to get my Iverson, like, thing and my Jerry Rice signed jersey, but I've just been lazy and didn't feel like getting it. 
Right. You would have the uh, new Iverson shoes when we were in kids in school all the time. Dude, I loved those things. I'm yeah. actually got a. I actually just brought back a pair. I got a pair. Um, they just re-released them and I bought them. I was like, I can't. This is my childhood. The, what were they? Were they the Iverson threes or whatever? Where they had the half zip up and then they had his logo with the signature on the soles? Sixes. Those, I'm pretty sure those are the Iverson sixes. Yeah, it's those the, were the most relevant ones I remember. Those are French. Yeah, the answer. Yeah, straight yeah. leather with a straight half half zip up, and then mm-hmm. I wore those to the ground. I literally or wore them. The, everything on it was red. They had like the I three on the red on the sides. Mm-hmm. And those are sick. Oh, you want those? I got those. I just bought those here. I'll show you. Oh man, I, uh, I saw everybody rocking those as I was wearing my uh, Payless shoes. Uh, uh, Coles. <laughs> <laughs> These are expensive, man. They still are. Yeah, uh, no. Uh, we're talking about a different one with the no, zip down the front. Oh, okay. Yeah. Those are at my parents' house. Those I I wore them to the point where the um, those were the sixes, and I wore those to the point where they were so dead. So I just wore them to mow the lawn, and now mine are green and red. So I got the Christmas edition. My first pair of Kobe Hyperdunks that I bought when I was in college, I wore them till my toes came out the bottom of them, and then I still try to wear them. The black and yellow ones. Nah, straight black. Hold on, I got those two. Don't worry, I got you. The 2008 yeah. Hyper Ducks. No, you don't. If you have them, I'm gonna come steal those. Hold on. You know, Kobe, his, uh, it was been six months since he passed this past weekend. 26. Uh, yeah, so. Which is crazy, man. Uh, no, those are not it either. Those are. These are the 2K4s. These are 2004s. No, these are the Kobe 2008 original Hyper Dunks. Why are you got like a Foot Locker back there where you keep pulling these sneakers out from? You know that I have a, I have a fascination for things that go on my feet. I got a problem. You have this kind of inventory. Shit. Bro, I do things on the corner for money. Let's be honest about the situation. Okay. And on that note, let's call it <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Make sure you right. subscribe. R.I.P. Kobe. Rest in peace, Shantae. Peace. I had a voice. Oh, hold on.